ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is set for one episode. Your host from Columbus, Ohio, is Michael Kirk. Welcome to the Outlaw Mudcast. Hello and welcome to the Outlaw Mudcast, your digital audio dirt sheet for all things Super Show. Before we get into the show, there were two mistakes I made last week that I need to correct. The first I'm going to correct now. The second I'll correct a little bit later because it'll be relevant. You'll understand when I get there. So start with the first. Last week I reported that the big guy, Gary Schneider, won the hardcore tournament and became the number one contender for the hardcore championship. That is incorrect. He did not win. What he won was his ladder match. So he became a finalist in the tournament along with the Mad Custodian and Mark Perry. Mark Perry as the Prince of Fashion, the big guy as New Jack, and the Mad Custodian as the Mad Custodian will face off. Date and time to be determined as of right now. I had heard that the match was going to be this past Friday, June 30th. Apparently it was rescheduled. It did not happen. But let's talk about the matches that did happen on July 30th. We'll start with the big match card that the LFF general manager John Clace put on streaming live twitch.tv slash SRG Universe. Four matches. The opening match was a defense of the Tornado Tag Team Championship. Going into Friday night, the Grump Danny Thunder was a dual champion, holding both the Tornado Tag Team Championship and the Tag Team Championship with Colin Simon as his partner in the team known as Chrono Trigger. In this match, the Grump was not sure who his opponent was going to be. It was either going to be Candyman Dan or Candyman Dan could choose to give the championship shot to Candyman. Candyman did elect to do that. So, the Grump, playing as Five Star Mayhem, defended the championship against Candyman, playing as Sweet Innuendos, the tag team featuring her and Red Panda. In a no disqualification match, at Crowd Meter 2, the Grump secures the victory. He is still the Tornado Tag Team Champion. The next match of the night was for the other championship that the Grump held. Chrono Trigger takes on Dangerous Alliance. Dangerous Alliance got their shot as a result of a victory at Bound for Glory Impact's big wrestling show back in 2019. In this match, under standard tag team rules, for Chrono Trigger, the Grump was playing Rob Van Dam. Colin Simon was playing El Pollo and Mascarda. For Dangerous Alliance, Chris Pate was playing X-Royce. Sean Loeb was playing Robert the Brain Dunn. And at Crowdmeter 2, Dangerous Alliance secures the victory. They are the new tag team champions. This means the Grump is no longer a dual champion. He will no longer have to defend the Tornado Tag Team Championship weekly. 
the Grump was in line to potentially be a triple champion because next week, I believe it's the 6th or the 7th, I'm not sure if it's Friday or Saturday night, but next weekend coming up, one weekend after this match card, the Grump will get a shot at the World Heavyweight Championship. This brings us to the next match and the error that I was discussing, the other error. I had thought that Alec Ventresca received a shot at the World Heavyweight Championship. That was not correct. What actually happened was Alec Ventresca, after defeating John Polverino in a special night at the dojo where the people playing on behalf of SRG Universe were able to use three entrance cards, including the membership ring. He cut a promo, Alec Ventresca cut a promo, saying that if he can repeat this feat, if he can beat Pulverino again, he should get a shot at the LFF World Heavyweight Championship. So that's what this match was, the third match of the night. John Pulverino playing as John Pulverino, John Press 1P, using the champion of Kickstarter, the membership ring, and backed by the rack using those three entrance cards, faced off against Alec Ventresca using Kenny Omega. This match was conducted using a Liger's Den, which would hurt John Pulverino because it would negate his gimmick instead of being able to add a grapple to his hand when he hits a strike, you'd have to bury that grapple instead. These two men fought hard. I can tell you that Alec Ventresca had a very rough go of it. Kenny Omega's gimmick triggers when he rolls grapple, and I don't believe that happened for Alec Ventresca most, if not all, of the night. And the victor here, John Pulverino. So Alec Ventresca comes close but does not get a shot at the World Heavyweight Championship. Pulverino winning the Liger's Den match at Crowd Meter 1. The final match of the big match card Friday night, the Underworld Championship. Peppy Pepper walking in as the champion with Kaylee Sweet Pea Perry is forced to defend this belt in a ladder match against Loudmouth Leo Larynx. Loudmouth Leo got the title shot as a result of his faction winning Faction Wars 2. He was bringing the hypnotist Hans Mesmer to the bout. This match went to crowd meter three, the deepest match of the night. And in the end, the winner, new champion, Loudmouth Leo Larynx. Congratulations to him. Congratulations to all the players, all the victors, even all the people who didn't quite get it done. You still had. A great shot. It takes a lot to even get a shot at a championship. So, you know, hats off to you. But three title matches, two new champions. Other championship matches for this week. There was a championship match that same night prior to the big match card. A Midwest Coast championship match. Finland, the champion with Finland was challenged by the beast Michael Kerr using Okada, one of the new New Japan Pro Wrestling competitors. This was a no-disqualification match. 
As I reported previously, the last time Finland had to defend, he used quite a number of disqualification cards. Therefore, they decided to make this match a no DQ match. At crowd meter two, Finland successfully defends. He's still the Midwest Coast champion. His next defense will be at Pixel Palace Pandemonium 2, part due, that is to say, in Columbus, Ohio, on August 14th, less than two weeks from today. The other big championship match from this week happened Sunday night after I finished recording. The Intergalactic Championship was on the line. Brett Farius, Brett the Metalhead, had to face off against the challenger, the big guy. Brett Farius decided to use Candice LeRae. The big guy used Neptune. Each player got to use two entrance cards. So Brett Farris used the championship belt, obviously. And I don't think so, my bar, my rules, which is a relatively new entrance card. The big guy used Chaos and Backed by the Grand Machine. This was also a no disqualification, no count match. At crowd meter one, the big guy emerges victorious. He is the new intergalactic champion. Congratulations to him. This is the first major title I believe he's held since being the inaugural LFF tag team champion along with the moneymaker. That is going to do it for the big championship matches from this week. Next story, Faction Wars 3 Draft. Last week I reported the draft was going to be on August 11th. They actually moved that up to Wednesday, Talk of the Universe, last Wednesday, that is to say, July 28th. There were 19 teams this year, same number as last year. Let me give you the order from first pick to last pick. The first pick overall went to the Jog Squad, one of the teams that was Final Four last Faction Wars. Second pick overall went to the team Paradise. Third pick, Algiers Susio. Fourth pick, Go to Sleep. Fifth pick, Freak Show. Sixth pick, Sinfully Sweet. Seventh pick, The Higher Class. The Faction Wars 2 Victors. Pick number eight went to the Cuddle Commandos. Number nine to the Proving Ground. Ten to the Firing Squad. Eleven to Search and Destroy. Pick number 12, Impact, the winners of the first Faction Wars. Pick 13 went to the Armada. Pick 14, Dangerous Wool Order. Pick 15, the Mew Wool Order. Pick number 16, The Crime Wave. Pick number 17, The Line. Pick number 18, BC. And the final pick for the first round in the draft, New Wheeled Order. The draft, again, will be a snake draft. So in round 1, the picks will go from 1 to 19. In round 2, 19 to 1. Round 3, 1 to 19. Round 4, 19 to 1. All the way through all eight rounds. There are going to be eight rounds. The first round, trios. Second round, tornado. 
rounds three through eight, all singles for the most part. It's possible that that's not adhered to, but that is generally speaking how it will go. In the singles, the same restriction from last faction wars applies here. At the end of the singles draft, every team will have one competitor with a power skill of 10, one with a technique of 10, one with agility 10, strike 10, submission 10, and grapple 10. The actual draft will take place August 12th. As far as I know, a week from Thursday is still going to be the date of the draft. I believe the start time will be around 7.30. Subject to change, but that's where it is as of right now. That's where we are with Faction Wars number 3. The draft order has been set. The actual draft takes place August 12th. I have heard that each team will get 45 seconds to make their pick. That could change, but that's what I'm hearing as of right now. Next story. AU Bluebell held their Create-A-Playmat tournament Saturday, July 31st. I don't have all the details. I don't know what the format was, how many rounds there were. All I can give you right now are the finals results. The finalists were, representing AU Holmes, JVD, and representing AU Bluebell, as well as the line, Jeffrey Fox. This match was a tables, ladders, and chains match. JVD was playing Various. Jeffrey Fox was playing J-Train. In a match that made it up to the, I believe, more ladder stage of the match, where a follow-up strike can become a finish under certain circumstances, the winner and winner of the Alternate Universe's Bluebell Create-A-Play Mat Tournament, Jeffrey Fox. Congratulations to him. Congratulations to JVD for making it that far. Jeffrey Fox will be able to create his own play mats. This is the first event in a series of events for Super Show going on over the next few weeks. Starting next weekend, Eternal Con, August 7th through 8th. There's also going to be an unofficial pre-show on August 6th run by the Cheetah Ian Chambers. Details for that are posted on the SRG Super Show discussion group under events. That same weekend, Saturday, August 7th, Battle for Lake Erie. I believe this is a created card tournament being run by the Roach, Noel Torres Jr. The weekend after that, in my own hometown, Pixel Palace Pandemonium Part Due. This is a created competitor tournament. There has been an update. In the top cut, all the matches will be standard singles matches. The finals will be a main event stipulation match. That is a change. And then Saturday, August 21st at Highlander Games in Boonton, New Jersey. Super Show August Rush. Those four events will be happening over the next three weeks. Check out the details. They're all posted in that location. SRG Super Show Discussion Group on Facebook. All the sign-up details, registration details, it's all 
there. I know I'll be at Pixel Palace Pandemonium 2, or Part Due. I keep wanting to say 2, but Part Due. I imagine there will be quite a few people at Eternal Con. I know that SRG Universe will be at Eternal Con. I know that Mr. Pop and Twist will be at Eternal Con. I'm hoping we get quite a few people here in Columbus at Pixel Palace for our event. Highlander Games usually draws pretty well. Battle for Lake Erie is a bit of a wild card just because I believe it's a new venue, but I hope they get a good turnout as well. And those are the next events. After August, we'll get into convention season. Unfortunately, Grand Con Labor Day weekend was canceled. Dragon Con, I know that Hold the Line Harry and Jeremy Steigerwald have been planning to host events at Dragon Con. That's Labor Day weekend. I think two weeks after that is going to be Gen Con. So tickets are on sale for Gen Con. Event signups are up for Gen Con. The GM has promised he's bringing back the gauntlet. You'll face off against his three champions. If you can beat all three, you'll face him. Only one man has been able to win one of the gauntlets. That's Dave Marisak. We'll see if someone can join him in the ranks of Gauntlet Victory. Let's talk about the tournaments from this past week. Last Sunday night, there was a pop-up event held by the consigliere to the SRG boss, Brian Waitfort Schmidt. The top four in this pop-up event were in fourth place as the old Skull and Bones, Matt Barone. In third place as David Starr. Tim Creaser, the runner-up as Gia de los Muertos, Chris Pate, and the winner as Leo the Law, the Grump, Danny Thunder. That was your Sunday pop-up event. Monday night Proving Ground Tournament, hosted by the Dread Pirate Tech Support, Simon Strauss. This was the Face the Void tournament every competitor in the tournament got to essentially be accompanied to the ring by the face and the void so you got to use the faces gimmick and the voids gimmick the top four here were in fourth place is dr jake hill bob dunn in third place as the witch's apprentice ken fouché the runner-up as eddie fury Eddie Fury himself, Doug Saunders, and Victor. Swaggy D as Swaggy D. Next week is going to be the Fire War in the Proving Ground Tournament. Tornado Tag Team matches under the Ring of Fire stipulation. That was the Monday Night Tournament. Thursday night, we have Chibi's Thursday night fights. Group stages to a top cut. In the top cut, which was a cut to a top eight, the quarterfinal round, the matches in the quarterfinal round were Psycho Circus matches. The semifinal matches were Steel Cage matches. And the finals, as well as the third place match, were played using the TLC stipulation, the tables, ladders, and chains stipulation. 
the third place match saw Candyman Dan as unique take on Chris Pate as X-Royce, with Chris Pate taking the third place spot. The finalists were the Grump Danny Thunder as Mysterious and Eddie Fury as Eddie Fury. The winner, Eddie Fury. Both Eddie Fury and the Grump doing quite well this week in tournaments. The final tournament this week was a pop-up tournament. Saturday night, put on by the SRG boss with Dom Buchter helping him out, Chugonomics. The top four in this tournament were in fourth place using Dr. Jake Hill, the SRG BOSS himself, Steve Resk. In third place, Johnny Hinkle using L.A. Park. In second place, using Death Machine, the new version of Sammy the Draw Callahan, Time Bomb Tim, and the winner of the tournament, using Peter Lionheart, Jokerfish. Those are the results of the online tournaments from this past week. As I'm recording this, there is a pop-up tournament scheduled for tonight, Sunday, August 1st. It's going to be a Tornado Tag Team Tournament. I'll give you the results of that tournament on next week's show. As far as online tournaments coming up, nothing is currently posted to supershowthegame.com, but we know Proving Ground Monday night will be the Fire War Tornado Tag Team matches, all played using the Ring of Fire stipulation. Look for Dojo on Tuesday nights. Look for Chibi to maybe run a tournament Thursday. And then I don't know what's going to happen this weekend with EternalCon going on, but I imagine we'll get some news coming out of EternalCon. I'm anxious to see what that is. As for right now, that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Outlaw Mudcast. I'd like to thank all of you for listening, and good day.